Ah, good morning, good morning, everyone. Hopefully you can hear me. Let me know in the chat if you can hear me up at the whiteboard today or the electronic whiteboard. Quick shout out and good morning to Alison, Sean, Christo, Harami, uh, Alexis, Natando. Good to see everyone here this morning. Good morning, good morning. Welcome to another Wealth Coffee Chat, 19th of October. And um, yeah, things looking on the up and up for, uh, for those in uh, lockdowns and whatever. Uh, fingers crossed there might be some uh, movement at the station uh, for Christmas for everyone. So uh, fingers crossed. Uh, that's great. Thanks, Alison. Hey, thanks for joining me this morning for another quick Wealth Coffee Chat. Um, quick intros as we do. Jason Witten's my name. If you're new, give us a shout out in the chat. Uh, good to see you here. Been property uh, investing over 20 years, helping and coaching property investors uh, over 18 uh, with myself and Sammy Saggers and the team of Positive. And uh, along the way, bought a few properties myself, done a few deals with some clients and uh, learned a few things. So each morning we get together with some cool, crazy crew just like you, Chris and Hardik and Stephen, Michelle, and uh, hang out and have a wealth coffee chat, have a cup of coffee, talk about the idea about going the distance and um, making sure we build a portfolio that we want to keep forever. We've got some sayings around here. There's two that are important to me and that I hope that you uh, learn as well, which is buy well, never sell, buy something that you want to own and keep for a long time, if not forever, and the idea that this thing of property investing is a marathon, not a sprint. And uh, takes time, takes patience, it takes psychological fortitude um, to go the distance in this gig. So uh, hang out, let's have a wealth coffee chat this morning. Uh, good morning, Andrew, and yeah, Hardik, it's good, mate. We're going live on YouTube. Uh, and also, if you didn't know, team gang, that um, this wealth coffee chat is turned into a little podcast. So if you miss it, you can grab it. Uh, on iTunes or Spotify um, each morning. So good morning, Luca, as well. Good morning to you guys. Hey, listen, there's four parts to uh, our world when it comes to money and wealth and financials, like money, like the stuff that really affects the, the core, the fundamentals of 99% of investing, 99% of our financial well-being, and there's four parts to it that we must understand uh, or have a uh, a concept of of what they are and what they mean and how they can improve our situation and how they can actually uh, make our situation worse. Uh, and, um, you know, the idea for us to just put a foundation or a kind of a, an overarching concept to our investing is pretty important. So I want to take you guys through that today, the four foundational pieces, and then the spin-off of those four pieces what we can do or what the common things are that people either invest in or do or use or are exposed to when it comes to uh, investing and uh, making the most of your resources and your wealth and your money. So uh, stick with me. So we'll hang out for uh, a 10, 15-minute Wealth Coffee chat. There's four parts that we're going to go through today. And we're going to have a little bit of a chat, right? So let me know if you think what they are in the chat right now. So four pieces, four functional, either things that we, we um, create 
or are exposed to or we do when it comes to money, investing and wealth. It's kind of like I'm trying to uh, give you enough hints but uh, <laughs> not give away the answers. But chuck them in the chat if you're feeling up to uh, engaging and getting involved this morning. What do you think these four chunky pieces are? The pieces at the heart of what we do, at the centre of what we do. I'll dive in and kick them off um, and let's have a bit of a look, all right? The number one thing when it comes to us and our wealth and our um, yeah finance, we'll talk about that stuff in a minute. Um, uh, Nintendo, that one's good. We'll put that down here. Uh, hopefully you can see that. Can you see that okay? Yep. Uh, that's debt, okay? Debt is an important part of um, uh, us understanding how to get the most out of what we've got. Heartache, yep, you chucked it in there already. Okay, that's good. We've got uh, taxes. Okay, taxes are a, a, a part of life, uh, a part of uh, every person on the planet pretty well who earns money and that is in a, uh, a system of some description has exposure to, to taxes and uh, if we can minimise those uh, and maximise the outcomes, that's a good thing. Uh, there you go. So, all right. So, Michelle's saying shares, properties, JVs, tax and super. Michelle, you're all over it. Um, that one is perfect. And up here, we would call those assets. Okay. Boom. And Christo, uh, Christos, yep. There you go. You nailed it. All right, you guys are you guys are you guys are good. Go to the top of the class. I need to give you guys a, a well done sticker on that. You guys nailed it. I didn't even need to give you any of those ones away. So there's four major parts to this stuff that we're up to. All right, income. How does that come to us? There's multiple forms of income. We'll talk about that in a minute. The assets that we might put our income into. This is what I call above the line and below the line. Um, uh, maneuvers um, as we invest our dollars. This is productive and this can be um, non-productive, right? So we can sort of make think about it in those terms, okay, um, as we go along. I'll try, and make, I'll try and get some colours going today, see if it can make it a little bit interesting. We've got income. What sort of incomes can we have? Assets, what can we invest in? Taxes, what exposure and costs and you know, basically, it's a it's a cost of playing the game. Basically, is is what taxes are in every society, uh, and that's not what I'm here to talk about today. I'm actually quite a fan of paying taxes. I just prefer to pay consumption tax for me, the taxes that when I use and do things rather than on my income. But you know, let's not get that started. Um, and uh, debt, and debt. Uh, unfortunately, debt can be augmented in terrible ways. Um, when we're uneducated and can really destroy our ability to do things with our lives, all right? So let's dive into this. Let's have a bit of a look at what this might be. And let's have a look at this one at the top. I might make that a smidgen bigger. Let's have a little look. All right, let's, let's, um, okay, the four pieces. Where can we create income uh, in society, gang? There's four major, major things. So I'm calling this maybe just the four quadrants of the four quadrants, Okay. How do we create income? What are the major four ways that income is created uh, in our system um, that we all participate in? The first one, the easy one, uh, the majority of, uh, of participants in the economic system. Um, yep, which Hardik's got one there. But for many of us, 
we have a job, okay? We have a job, wages, that's it. Good work, Chris. Um, we've got PAYG. We've got a job. Nothing wrong with that. Matter of fact, I think it's fantastic. Matter of fact, the banks love people who have jobs, um, which is which is awesome, okay? Boom. First one, job. Second one, um, and this is kind of like, um, you know, sticking with uh, the, the Robert Kiyosaki world, okay, the Robert Kiyosaki world, is like self-employed, okay? Now, um, self-employed, for me, <coughs> self-employed is not a business in these terms, okay? Because self-employed is like you're contracting as one person. It could grow up one day into a business, but it's kind of like a job on your terms, okay? Everyone cool with that? You're still exchanging time for money. There's not much in the way of leverage, when it comes to you've got other people doing work for you, you're a you're a you're a contracted um, you know gun for hire, perfectly fine. That that's you know um, side hustles, yeah, Chris O, that's good, and that can come in sort of either self-employed or the next one, you know, you can create income from a business. Now I, I know a couple of you guys on there right now, uh, you know, you're business owners, and so how do we create income? And then over here. Uh, um, investments, okay? So there's four major ways income can flow into our world. You have a job, you work for someone else. Uh, you're self-employed, you're kind of like a contractor for hire or, you know, you work on your own terms. Um, you have a business and the business creates income for you and or you've got investments, shares, properties um, and multiple other things, multiple incomes coming in. Where is that income? And it's important because it's the one that kicks all of this stuff off. Income creates the rest of this thing. Um, it kicks the rest of this thing off. So quick shout out. Good morning to Chris. Uh, Vi Vi. Uh, Holly. Hey, Holly. How are you, how are you mate? Danny. Uh, Di. Good to see you. Uh, thanks for joining us, team. So in the income space, this is where it all happens. This is the starting point of our wealth, uh, our financial journey. What are we choosing to create income from, okay? Then the next question becomes, when we create income and we're smart, because you guys are smart, you guys are looking to use, break this barrier, you're looking to turn income into assets, income into assets and what types of assets can we what types of assets can we invest in as investors okay uh, where can we put our money and there's four major styles four major bits uh, that um, you can put your money into okay so a few of you guys have already put them there so we if you want to chuck it in the chat again perfectly fine but let's have a look at the, the things that we can put our money into. Our income creates our ability to put some money into investments. And we talked yesterday, or it was the day before, maybe yesterday, you must put 30 to 50% of your earned income, your personal income, into your stuff into the future, okay? that's we, We've talked about this before, okay? So a few of you guys are chucking them down there, which is awesome. All right, so you've got property, Okay, absolutely classic one. And what types of properties? There's residential properties and there's uh, commercial properties and there's industrial properties. Um, 
and there's retail properties and there all sorts of properties, but we're not diving into that today. Property, okay? You can invest in the share market, okay? And there's uh, multiple gazillion ways of doing that, which includes um, in my space team, like crypto, like a few of you guys have put in crypto there, which is which is fine. It's part of this kind of this uh, this share market. It might not. It's uh, it's not necessarily on the main platforms yet, but it's um, uh, traded like that. Shares, property. Um, the next one you can actually invest in uh, businesses. So uh, I actually invest in multiple businesses uh, that. Uh, I'm not working in. Okay, so I don't. I am an investor outside of a share portfolio. I can invest directly in other businesses, like private investor and in other businesses, um, which is brilliant. And intellectual property, which uh, expands in you know a fair few ways. And I don't know about any of you guys. If you invested in any startup ideas or um, functions of creating new things, um, intellectual property. So. There's four sort of big topics, big sort of um, ideas that we can put our money. The money from here, <coughs> the income, the income world, we put it into the asset world. The asset world then is like, right, I've got this money. What you need to do, or what you need to understand as an investor, is your money goes for a ride. Your money goes for a ride once you transform it into from cash into asset. Now what you want now what happens <clears throat> is the money goes through this kind of filtering machine, which is taxes and debt, and hopefully it will bring you back some more cash flow. Okay, everyone following along? You create some income, you invest it in some assets, it has to go through this kind of this filtering process, you know, do you owe any taxes on it? Is there any debt and expenses on it? And does it now feed back into your investment income to help this cycle be now self-perpetuating? Go forward, go forward, go forward. Okay, everyone cool with this? Yeah, following along. <clears throat> All right, let's talk about, this is the fun stuff at the top, right? This is the fun stuff at the top. How we can turn our money into assets, which is fabulous. Um, but now, now here comes the, the the greedy hands of inefficiency in our system. And our job is to make this process as financially efficient as possible to return back here with the least amount of uh, dilution, the least amount of loss along the way. Okay? Think, think of it like that. You're sending money out into the universe to work, boom, and now it comes back with hopefully a plus outcome rather than a, a negative outcome. All right, <clears throat> let's talk about this in property terms, in property terms, uh, and because for the most of us, we're exposed significantly in property terms, but this can apply to the other assets as well. What are the major taxes in the property world that we're exposed to? Team, put that one in the chat for me. What are the four major taxes uh, in the property world we're exposed to and or um, up here in our personal world that we can manage or minimize when it comes to 
the world of uh, property. Absolutely. So, Alison, onto it. Stamp duty. Now, it's a cost. It's it's a it's a cost to play. Can we minimise stamp duty? The answer is yes. You can minimise stamp duty. Tell me quickly in the chat, one of you guys, what's a way to pay 50% less stamp duty right now in Australia? What's a way to pay 50% less stamp duty on a $650,000 house right now? How can you pay half of that or maybe even less? Anyone know? Stamp duty, yep. Um, we have uh, capital gains tax, uh, CGT, absolutely. We've got land tax um, and... The one we can manage ourselves, boom, um, two there, Chriso. Um, yes, you can minimise your stamp duty on PPR, not as much, um, but uh, house and land. You can buy a piece of land for 300 You can build a nice house for 350 You have a brand new house and you've paid 50% less on the stamp duty, okay, which is which is fantastic. And, uh, you know, and people go, oh, yeah, well, you know, you've got to pay some interest along the way to get the house built. Yes, you do. Now that interest is tax deductible, stamp duty is not. <laughs> hey, there you go. Uh, land tax. What's the other one? Uh, PAYG. Exactly. Uh, Michelle, your income tax. Okay. Your income tax is the, is the most inefficient tax on the planet, as far as I'm concerned. For most of us, if, uh, if there was a better tax system, we would use our money a bit wiser, you would hope. I would think, maybe not, anyway. Maybe I'm a bit of an optimist, uh, not a realist. So our money's left here. It's in these assets. It's going to flow through here and try and, you know, try and be as useful as possible, right? So you say the less, the less money being lost going through the tax part as possible. Um, and yes, Michelle, you can, um, and that's part of the sort of overall overarching thing here about how we own these things, the efficiency of ownership, personal name, company, trust, your super fund. Okay, so that's there's there's another layer to this we can we can chat about as well. So it comes through here and then we get this exposure, we get this issue potentially at a debt level. Okay. At debt level, you know, what's going on here? What what debts do we want to um, or are we exposed to that can either help us or um, be negative in our world, okay? And uh, think, think of the types of things that we invest in because each of those are, are separate styles of debt, team, okay? Uh, credit, yes, Danny, What's, what type of credit, Okay. And uh, if you think you know what it is, chuck it in the chat. There's no, there's no wrong answer. This is us learning together, just kind of get a bit of a handle on this stuff, okay? Because this is where your returns are coming through this system and um, away we go. So, yeah, good. So there's a couple of different types of mortgages, Danny, in, in how I'm trying to put this together. The first debt, which is the worst debt, the worst debt anywhere, it's terrible, is what's called consumer consumer debt and the simplest way to explain that is a credit card right you know your credit card yep there we go after pay credit cards good work chris Oak, right it's non-productive credit cards after pay anything that that is being used you've got credit on a depreciating asset that that doesn't create income doesn't go up in value 
doesn't give you any tax deductions, right? It's terrible, just from an on-paper point of view. Now, you might enjoy the thing you've purchased. I'm not talking about that. So we've got to have some joy in life. You, you can't be Scrooge McDuck your whole life, right? However, from a from an economic point of view, this consumer debt is poisonous to your well-being and your ability to invest in these assets, okay? Bad, this is bad debt, terrible stuff, yeah? <laughs> Midlife crisis, sports car, we've all, we, well, most of us have all had one or, one or two of those, Alison, I would think. Um, you know, uh, midlife crisis or some life crisis in that sort of space. Um, mine's, mine's rock climbing shoes and climbing equipment. I, I spend way too much on, on that stuff. Um, so consumer debt. Okay, the next type of debt, um, which, is, which is okay, but still not on paper the greatest debt, which is your, your personal debt, your principal place of residence debt, um, your own home. Because your own home is not tax deductible uh, it doesn't create an income, uh, and um, you know, uh, if you don't use the equity in it, then it's kind of a, as bad as this debt, almost. Okay, on paper. But all of us know if we got the equity there, we can use it smartly. So, um, so these debts don't really help us. But these other debts, which is um, let's call this investment debt. Now, investment debt, there's a number of different versions of that team. However, property debt, you know, it's 100% tax deductible. You get depreciation on it, which is good back here for tax purposes. Um, and uh, it creates an income, okay, which is good. Nothing wrong with that. So investment debt is kind of a tick. This one's a kind of a no, and this one's kind of a no or tick depending on what happens. Um, and then the other one a lot of people use uh, is business debt, okay? Now, business debt or commercial debt is different to investment debt, okay? Um, and it has different terms. It has different effects on you and your ability to borrow. And this is probably more poignant to the business owners listening in, you know, overdrafts and floor financing and all of these things that are connected to business activities can sometimes be excellent, accelerate your business, or be terrible and destroy your ability to do anything else, okay, if you, if you do it wrong, okay? Um, so keep that in mind as we go along. So hopefully that, <laughs> hopefully that squiggle on the board makes sense, right? So ultimately, for all of us, you know, we need to really think about this. We need to turn our money, our dollars, into assets, you know, into assets, then we don't want it to lose money, okay? We want this to be um, a, a net gain through the debt process that now feeds back more dollars. We had $2, now we've got $3, and we can buy more assets. Everyone cool with that? There you go, ta-da, um, a bit of a scribble on the whiteboard. So hopefully that makes sense today. Uh, I just thought that might be a good function to go through from uh, a learning point of view. Rise up above your investing portfolio and think about it. What's going on with your income? What's going on with your assets? Can you manage your taxes better? 
can you manage your debts better, okay, um, as we go. That's right, Chris O. Like as Kiyosaki said, make the money work for you, not you work for the money. For many of us in the beginning, we have to hustle a little bit, but make sure you have that plan uh, into the future as we go. All right, team. Uh, that's it from me. Wealth Coffee Chat done, 8.31. Always try to finish by 8.30. I know all of you guys have got stuff on. 8.30 Queensland, by the way. 9.30 somewhere else. Um, daylight savings. Don't like it. But anyway, moving on, Jason. Um, you guys be good. Stay well. Uh, join me tomorrow for another Wealth Coffee Chat uh, if you're up for it. Have a good one, team. Take care. Bye-bye.